Hey Moon Goons, we're back here at Contamination Phase 6 here in St. Louis, Missouri, and we have a returning guest, Lee Savage. We met her at the other con we were at last year, and she is the author of Erotica for the Truly Wicked. And Lee has also been doing some new stuff. Since we've seen you, you are now actress and model. How you doing, Lee? I'm doing great, and I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So you you were an author last year, now you got actress and you got model underneath you. What's going yes. on? So last year at Contamination, I was running around in those little red dresses, yeah. and one of the photographers said, you need to be in front of the camera. You need to be my model. And I was like, eh, I was following. Have you ever seen that movie, Yes Man? Uh, I have not. It's oh, wait, that's the one with Jim Carrey, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, follow that. Yes. Okay. So then I started modeling, and from that, um, I got an acting gig, and I am currently in the process of filming my first lead row by Boggled Mind Productions, Saturday, the day after Friday. It's aimed to be released for Netflix. Oh, nice. So, uh, fingers crossed, they want to see the final product before mm -hmm. they completely say yes. So, so, this is a movie or a series? It is a movie okay. right now that I'm working on. And then on, uh, we are coming together with my own project, and um, I have Kevin Caliber, who you met last year. Yes, Kevin Caliber. We has, interviewed him last year. He was uh, Superman on uh, Supergirl, the first season, not the second. Yes. But he's also uh, done a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Yes. He has agreed to play Dominique. From my St. Louisville Vampire series, the first, the Angel of Death book, mm -hmm. and uh, so we, that's also in the works right now. That is in the works. We're now looking for producers to help get us the financial uh, backing, so we can go ahead and get this going. So tell everybody a little bit about the uh, the books that you have. It is a bunch of different books based in St. Louis. Kind of give them a little breakdown on that. Yeah, so I have a series, and this is the one that Kevin's uh, signed on for. It's called the St. Louisville Vampire Series. And a guy just came by my table, and he gave me the best analogy for it. And I was like, I love it. So hopefully he doesn't mind I use it. He <laughs> said, think 50 Shades of Greys with vampires. Yeah. I was like, I love it. That's that's pretty much with it. With a little bit of violence sprinkled in. Oh, so, yeah. Well, you got to have know. some violence with vampires, yes. right? So yeah. uh, my newest book is Surrender to the Night, and I basically go back and tell how Rachel and Christopher got together, their story. Um, the Angel of Death book is the first full-length novel mm -hmm. in the series, and that is uh, Mika Shadow is a day-walking assassin vampire that falls for her target, who Kevin's going to play, okay. Dominique. And when he's the only one that can help her discover the truth about her past of being kidnapped as a child before she was a vampire. That sounds pretty juicy. Yes. And from what I understand, there's a lot of sexy, sexy time in that, too. Yes, there is a lot of sexy, sexy time in that one. And the sequel to that, which is Shadows of My Past, which takes Brockula, who's a minor character in Angel of Death, and it tells his story of him and Desi. And it has a serial killer in there and a psychic who helps track down a serial killer. <laughs> so, and then I have my uh, standalone novels. I have uh, Goldie's Three Bears, One Woman and Three Brothers. Whoa. And then I have a God and Goddess erotic tale. I have short story collection that ranges from horror to tragic romance called Bound by Blood, which we're in talks with Jonathan Bridges Production Company on getting that turned into a TV series. Nice. And that will think uh, goosebumps for young adults. Okay. So that's what we're aiming for with that. And then I also do poetry 
<laughs> I have a book of poem, and then under her, my name, Carrie Lee Williams, a different name. I have two children's books. Yeah, if you're going with Lee Savage, the one who's writing about, you know, three brothers and one girl, hey, hey, you know, yeah, you don't want to exactly share that with the kids. No, you Not don't. Not until they're a little older, yeah. But what's nice is you can come to my table, and Mom can buy a book for herself and still buy one for her kids. <laughs> perfect, perfect. All right, so you, you just kind of gave us all there. Um, so I understand last year, I think there was an award you won from one of your books. Unfortunately, I did not win it. I was nominated ah. for Goldie's Three Bears for the best menage story. I love it. I love it. So it was an <laughs> honor to even be nominated. Yeah. So I was up against a lot of great authors. And unfortunately, I didn't win it. But I'm still happy that it even got nominated. I like the that. fact that there's a category for this. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty fun. So uh, you're doing the modeling now. You're doing yes. the actress stuff now. Uh, and so I, you told about the model, about mm -hmm. how it's like, you need to be in front of the camera. You need to be doing that. So the yes. acting, did that just kind of spur from the modeling it as well? It did. I went to a... Uh, networking event and I was trying to get more photographers to uh, do the modeling stuff you know showing my pictures and stuff that I'd done so far and one of them was like I want you to be in a series that I want to do that series has not been shot yet but mm -hmm. I'm still supposed to be in it it's called 13th Darkness uh, that'll be by Jonathan Bridges Production Company okay. which is also how he got a copy of my book and decided <laughs> to turn it into a TV series and then um, from that, I from Facebook, I got another connection from that group, and uh, I for the Saturday film, I just was trying to be an extra. Sent in the thing, and he's like, "I like you. I want you to be the lead." Whoa, that's so pretty nice. Go from extra I was to like, lead. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. And then I was an extra in uh, Donald Callahan's uh, Superman: The World War Two fan film. Mm -hmm. I got to be the sexy lady in red. Nice. Given eyes at Clark in the theater. <laughs> I was the toured woman because I didn't wear the gloves or have the hat on. So, you know, risque. So, right. falling right in with my thing, you know. Uh, so, you know? a lot of authors typically, from my experience, are a little more introverted. They're people yes. who are just, they like to write a lot. They're more, you know, just they're not exactly outgoing and... And you're doing both now because lots of yes. actors are way different. They're like, look at me. They like the they they're out there. They're going. Their attention. Yes. Woo! You know. So it's it's you're playing both roles. So is this a natural leap or is this something you got to try hard at? Is going for an acting? Um, I will say it was a natural leap for me because I love attention. <laughs> and then when I started doing it, it was like, well, I want to be on these con circuits and I want to actually eventually not be the vendor or dealer right i want to be the celeb right that's asked to come and the best way to do that is it's hard as an indie author mm. to become a celeb the best way is either through the modeling or the acting right and then if i can get my use those connections to get my books made into movies then i can be the celeb oh yeah or if i get in one of those films that really take off again then you're the celeb, and then I'm being invited to come to these <laughs> events, and then it can be my full-time job. Perfect. That's the goal. All right. Awesome. All right. So, again, where can people find you? Where can people they grab can this stuff? They can find me on Facebook. Mm -hmm. All they have to do is search L-E-I-G-H-S-A-V-A-G-E, or on Amazon.com, you search Lee Savage. Just scroll past Laura Lee. They always <laughs> like to put her first. You'll find me. And then even if you go to my Facebook, you will see the links for also my Redbubble site where you can find my modeling. Mm -hmm. You'll also find a, a, the tiny URL for Amazon as well, all through there. You need to make that bigger. 
they only give you like this much like letters to use on Facebook mm -hmm. to put the links on your profile. So it always stays there. Always stays there. So do the tiny URL and it, uh, you could put two links instead of one. <laughs> All right. So you heard it, guys. Check her out. Uh, Lee Savage, thank you so much. Thank you. Really appreciate it. So thank you very much, Moon Goons. Check it out. Support her. We you know it's a different medium from what we do, but we love it. So check it out. What's up, Moon Goons? We're back here at Horrible Horror, uh, here at Contamination, uh, St. Louis-style horror sci-fi convention. And we are kind of doing an author's edition right now, so we're kind of giving some loves to the people who put in the time and effort to write some books, and today we have Nathan Beck. Yes, sir. Thank you. I couldn't tell if that was a B or a D. It's a B. Nathan Beck, yeah. Okay. Nathan Beck, author of The Orchard. So, welcome to the podcast. Is this your first con here? It is, yeah. It's my first con, first time being on a podcast. So oh, I appreciate well, it. There you go. Absolutely. I'm glad it's ours. All right. <laughs> so, you wrote The Orchard. We got you right next door. Yep. Uh, We've been chatting all day. Now, it looks like you have kind of the orchard you said kind of has a Game of Thrones-esque kind of vibe to it. Why don't you give us a little bit of taste of what the orchard is? Yeah, so so uh, the orchard is a fantasy novel set in 16th century Ireland. Uh, it follows the story of Vincent Daymare, who is a... Uh, Throughout the story, becomes a necromancer, which, uh, if you're not familiar, is a witch that can control uh, dead things. Um, his story is um, sort of an antithesis to the revenge story. So uh, a lot of what he's doing is, um, you know, the the typical necromancer tale is trying to resurrect the lost loved ones. His comp uh, consolation prize is instead punishing those who took them. Ah, so, okay. So there's a lot of revenge story um, to it there, but. Um, a lot of my background has a lot to do with psychology. Um, I, I worked in uh, drug and alcohol recovery for a while. Um, I currently work in uh, medical oncology research. Um, so what I wanted to weave into the story, uh, in addition to that, was that um, you know the revenge story that he's after, the the uh, destruction of those who hurt him, kind of is is ultimately not what he's after. Um, so he gains these powers through necromancy. He he kills these people who wronged him, um, but that's not ultimately what's uh, what he's after. And so the story kind of like peaks there and then and then goes on towards him seeking other things okay now necromancer i know you, that's uh, controlling the dead kind of right. demanding what they can do now you said dead things does that yeah. mean you can do animals birds yeah dogs? yeah yeah so some of the cool things that that he gains throughout the the book is he you know the first the the first people he kills he he gets to make armor out of their bones um so he, get, he gets bone armor um he gets a bone handled sword uh, he gets a cape, uh, which uh, is made from like dead skin. Um, he gains uh, one of my favorite things is he gets a, he gets a pet, which is a dead tiger. Um, so he gets like a necro tiger in Ireland. In Ireland, so you you have to read the book to to, to go with it. So there's uh, there uh, tigers were actually in, in India, which isn't that far from Ireland geographically. So. Um, what? Was, yeah. <laughs> India and Ireland are pretty far away from each other. But if you got a boat, you can make it work. I, I Yeah, I guess he could, but <laughs> they're he not that close together. He didn't do it, but he also he also travels. You know, he goes to other countries throughout his throughout the book. Okay. So, I like the pet tiger. That's kind of cool. So, um, have you written anything else? Is this your first book? Is this your first time dabbling into the books? I mean, it's a, it's a pretty thick book. It's, it's substantial. Thick, yeah, it's a, th it's a big yeah, book. It's a proper um, book. It's a pro proper fantasy epic book. Um, this is my first full-length novel that I've released. I've been working on it for about six years. Uh, last year, I won a short story contest through the St. Louis Writers Guild um, with a book called The Rhythm Mancer. Um, and so once that uh, won the contest, it got published and came out. And so, um, you know, I've been working on The Orchard since 2011. So at that point, I was like, 
ready to ready to do it and put it out there and yeah it's we've had a couple people actually buying it one of the vendors who's been reading it she's mm-hmm. she's coming up to you talking to you about it she seems pretty excited so that's really cool actually seeing physical people reading the book getting the buzz talking about it so you know it seems like it's right in my wheelhouse however i'm going to admit i'm not the biggest writer or reader pardon me i'm not the biggest reader i i I like visuals, uh, yep. like movies. I like reading comics, but I understand that you're working on doing an audiobook of this. Is that yes. correct? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm in the process now of looking for uh, voice actors to do the audiobook. Um, I go through a program called ACX, which mm-hmm. is something Amazon uh, helps connect readers with uh, voice actors to do audiobooks in a way that doesn't, you know, cost any of us to invest thousands of dollars to make it happen. Right. Um, it's it's a challenging book because it's it has a, a modern frame uh, in modern day New York, and then it's also back in 16th century Ireland. So I need people who can do, I need someone who can do Irish accents, Scottish accents, American accents. Tiger growls. Uh, yeah, so tiger growls. <laughs> if you can do this, the sound effects for the necro tiger, that would be cool. All right, yeah, the audiobook, the thing that's pretty exciting. I like that because that's something that was, is right in my wheelhouse. I mean, I drive half hour to work, half yep. hour back. So you know, if I can get an hour every day, you know, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of audiobooks. Uh, the Rhythm Answer, the short story I, I won the, the contest for, that is also that became an audiobook okay. uh, earlier this year. So that's out um, on Amazon. You can find it on Audible. Great. Okay. So thank you very much, Nathan Beck, author of The Orchard. Check it out on Amazon.com or at, what is this, NathanBeckBooks.com. NathanBeckBooks.com. That is your face, That is your own That's website. Me. Yep. And it, do you want people to reach you on Facebook, Instagram, anywhere yeah, like if that? Yeah, if they go to the website, there's links for me on Facebook, Twitter, um, or a link to the store on, on Amazon as well. Okay, great. So check it out. Thank you very much, Nathan. Really appreciate it. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. Absolutely. Okay. What's up, Moon Goons? We're back here at the Contamination Phase 6. Uh, we are doing the author's edition, and right now we have W.R. Peden, author of Soldiers of Zed. W.R. Do I call you W? Do I call you R? Mr. Peden? I don't matter. Whatever okay. you want to call me, just don't call me late for dinner. Oh, you got it, man. Okay, W.R., what's up? So you wrote Soldiers of Zed, so why don't you give us a little little taste, a little nibble of what Soldiers of Zed is? Uh, basically, it's the first in the Trypton Z series. I'm currently working on the second one. It is based around zombies in the Ozarks. Uh, more specifically, it starts in Lebanon, Missouri, and kind of ends up around Fort Leonard Wood and that surrounding area. Um, the individual was on his way to see family. There was an accident that happened. Uh, his family got taken. Next thing he knows, he's waking up in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. And the only survival skills he has was uh, his time in the military, and that's about it. So we got a soldier who is waking up basically in a zombie apocalypse. Is he armed? Does he have anything? Or has he just got to start from scratch? Um, he pretty much has nothing other than his wallet and a Swiss Army knife that he found from that was given to his daughters on a previous Christmas that was in the room with him. Um, he kind of doesn't really have anything. He has to find things. The only thing that helps him is he does know the area that he wakes up in. It's, it's his hometown. Okay. It's just no longer normal. So it sounds like he's, you know, completely starting from scratch. He's got nothing just based on his survival skills. Knows the area. This kind of sounds like Walking Dead, kind of like on that territory when we have Rick Grimes waking up in the hospital. He doesn't know what's going on in the zombie apocalypse. Was there influence from The Walking Dead? Um, a little bit here and there. Uh, I only watched the first season. I didn't really watch much of it. I know it's kind of odd being a zombie author right. not watching The Walking <laughs> Dead. But when I did it, um, I wanted something. I didn't want the zombie apocalypse just to happen. However, the way that it's written, there leaves the chance for a prequel that tells you the story. Uh, throughout this first one, you actually he starts having flashbacks, and you kind of start piecing everything together mm-hmm. um, without giving away too much of the book. 
you start reading it and you start figuring out, okay, certain people are not who they say they are. Um, certain things have actually happened where when you're reading it, you didn't know this happened. The only thing that isn't answered in the first book completely, and it probably won't be answered for a little while, is how long was he gone? Mm-hmm. What happened? You know, things of that nature. How did this become a zombie apocalypse as bad as it is? So he wakes up, and he, do- it's, it's, he doesn't know how long he's been out? He has an idea because of the seasons outside. Okay. However, he does not know anything. He he has total amnesia, basically. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, he pretty much knows his family. He just doesn't know where they are. Um, he has no idea anything going on with what's going on around him. He just knows there's zombies outside all of a sudden. Um, he starts, he meets a uh, one group that he's thinking about aligning with. He's not so sure. He gets a little bit more information on the Trypton Z virus. Um, and then he goes through, he meets the quasi-military group, the soldiers of Zed, um, and then meets their leader, Zed himself, who is very influential on the cause of the apocalypse and things of that nature. Um, just a spoiler alert, you will find out that he is part zombie, but he's not complete zombie. So that's a twist, that's a deviation from more zombie culture. I'm kind of excited, that pretty, sounds pretty cool. So uh, this is your first book? Uh, it's my first actual written novel okay. or novel of sorts. Um, being I have a professional wrestling background, um, behind the scenes and stuff, I've published a couple of magazines. Um, I did the author book last week. I just released a grayscale coloring book mm-hmm. for adults um, called Hot Ride Heaven, available on Amazon. It's a gr- completely grayscale coloring. You can also get digital download on my website as well. Um, and but what's, I am- what's your website? The website is actually hawkstarent.com slash wr-peden um i'm working on hawkstarent.com itself in the next week or two it'll be up and live all right great but facebook.com slash soldier z is the easiest way to find me gotcha. or twitter wr-peden okay great great so uh i heard professional wrestling background mm-hmm. in there is that local wrestling um a little bit of everything i used to be the director of media for the national wrestling alliance under bruce tharp from 2014 to 2015 16 era mm-hmm. um, we had the nwa ringside magazine um, I'm the ind- individual that did all of that, published it all. We had likes of Rob Conway, Santana Garrett, nice, the legend Jushin Liger. Uh-huh. Um, I've interviewed the who's who of professional wrestling um, in it. Big, fa- big fan of uh, '80s, early '90s, and I came back for the early 2000s. I haven't really watched it lately, but it still holds a special place in my heart. Oh yeah, well you'll be in. Uh, you'll like to hear about the new book that I'm writing. Uh, it's another one. I got the second in the series, the Trippin' Z series, but I'm writing a standalone. Uh, professional killer, serial killer type murder book. Um, it's basically a independent professional wrestler. Yeah. He's a face in the ring, but he's a serial he's a killer. He's alive. Yeah. He's a, he's a serial killer. Um, I used to run a podcast called Indie Affliction. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the tentative title as of right now, given the definition of affliction. Right. Um, and it kind of an homage to when I started in professional wrestling, it was nothing more than just a podcast. Right. And then I worked my way in with my graphics and became behind the scenes. Um, you can go to my Facebook, people you may know, uh, folder and see all sorts of legends. You awesome. Know, I was with uh, AJ Styles when he had the IWGP champion. He mm-hmm. got a picture of me with the belt itself cool. um, prior to him ever going to WWE. Oh, that's fantastic. That's really cool. All right. So, WRP Den, thank you so much. Check out his stuff. Where can they find it again? Just go ahead and give it one last little sign up. Uh, Facebook.com slash Soldiers of Zed and Twitter.com slash WRP or just Google Soldiers of Zed. Soldiers of Zed. Okay, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. No All problem. Right. Thanks for having me. Uh-huh.